0: What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the center stage. I am Carolina de I'm here with
1: Jessica Delias.
0: And it's been a minute since we've been here. I know it's been a crazy schedule for both Jess and I. So we thank you all for bearing with our nonsense schedule and work responsibilities. But we're back. We're super excited to be here. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, it's definitely been Crazy. We've both been all over the place, but all good things, all exciting things. That's definitely for sure. But we're excited to be back for you guys and get some more, more good content out for you.
0: Yes. So Jess, what's been going on? I know you were North Americans, but what how how are things going with you? What's what what have you been up to?
1: Um gosh, I've been up to well a lot, but I guess North Americans is the biggest thing that just happened because it was last week. Uh, so I went up there for the whole bikini day because I had four of my girls uh, competing in bikini there. Um, super excited. They all placed in the top five. And I got to say that was probably one of the most impressive competitive and largest national shows I've ever been to or ever seen it was I was really impressed with the caliber of all the competitors that came up Um like even the 60 and over masters competitors looked insane it was really really impressive so but it was really great Um like I said my girls all got in the top five I had one that was so close to that second place that I swore uh. that she had but you know, you never know. So, but she got second, and now that lit her fire. So, I'm um, super excited for her, for Jen, and for all my other girls. But the the quality of competitor, the the shape, the muscle density, the fullness, it just was really, really incredible. A lot of the back shots is what I saw stand out at this one. Um, those mm. glutes, these girls are bringing the glutes. That's definitely for sure. I know. Um,
0: I feel like 2022 is the year of the glue
1: everywhere. Yeah, right, And then I definitely saw it seemed very, very much so that when you had that, you know, top five, when they turn them to the back, that's when they they made their decision for sure, because that's okay. definitely what I noticed seemed to kind of drive the placings, at least from my view, from what I saw. Um, Mm -hmm. So definitely, definitely something to focus on, but it was super impressive. Um, A ton of fun too. I always loved that being at the shows, being this time, not expediting this time. I got to actually be, you know, with my girls and with everybody on stage and talking to everybody, catching up on a lot of, uh, a lot of things with everybody. So I love doing that. It was so much fun. Uh, But the show was, it was great. And like I said, that the caliber of some of these girls, like, that just turned pro, especially they, they don't need no time off. They can just hop onto a pro stage. It <laughs> was that impressive. So it was really, That's awesome. Really mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I, I was watching, I was watching online and like social media and it's, I agree with you. I think the level of like, you know, dense muscle density and development and level of conditioning, um, that a lot of these women are bringing into the stage is truly impressive. Um, and I think especially like, I love to see the master's classes because, you know, although there are many women who are, who get into weightlifting or get into training or training for competition, right. Um, when they're a bit older and, you know, they have, they're new to the gym or they're trying to like, you know, challenge themselves, but there are also women in the master's classes that have been weight training and resistance training for decades, Right. So it's like to see that amount of muscle maturity up there and see the conditioning that they're able to bring in. And the fact that like, you know, a lot of them have like kids that are in college, you know, like are going into college or like are full on adults. And it's just like truly incredible to see like the diversity in terms of like or the wide range in age that you're able to, you know, kind of embrace in our sport Um, and they're all competing together once they go into that pro stage right so it's it's really really cool something like in terms of like just understanding what the body does over time with the training that we do is really really cool to watch
1: yeah that's definitely a good point seeing the time behind a lot of the bodies built in those masters those masters classes is like wow that's first of all that's dedication especially Mm -hmm. like you mentioned they got they got kids they got crazy lives that they've established for years and years and they just kept going with it and it's that's super impressive so yeah it was a really, really great show for sure but other than that um let's see what else um just doing a lot of traveling and stuff with with bombshell um like next week i'm headed out to vegas for don't even know how long uh quite a bit uh we got a lot going on we have one of our cams we have some filming photo shoots so a lot of exciting stuff so just been busy doing my thing still training um
0: yeah so I mean like always we always keep up with like your your progress how is your improvement season going
1: it's been great honestly um I feel I feel really good my strength is like through the roof um I've been able to just like tweak some things like figure out how I have to hit exercises better I've been definitely working with you know um my chiropractor and you know recovery work a lot more just to hone in on everything so just getting really really detailed with absolutely everything and it's been a game changer so I'm I'm feeling good going great
0: That's awesome. Yeah. No, it's so crazy with like the detail work and like the recovery work. I just recently started seeing a physical therapist here in, in Westchester. Um, And he is really amazing for those that live in the area. Um, His business is called hybrid PR. His name is Eric and he's, he's still talented. Uh, I, I struggle with a lot of tension headaches because of like, turns out it's just like overall core engagement and like, lat engagement like lower lat and like mid, mid to lower lat engagement and just um so it all because of that it all goes up to my neck um mm. and my traps and it's funny because i thought for years it was like you know i need to, i needed to strengthen certain muscles or you know like i needed to work like do deep tissue in certain places and like and and and, and eric was just kind of like nope you're lifting heavy weights, the bar is really heavy on your neck. That's why your neck is sore. The headaches come because you aren't engaging properly when your neck is trying to protect itself, but you don't need to strengthen anything. You're already squatting 260. Like you're already doing the thing that requires yeah. that is the, the that does the strengthening. Your yeah. body's gonna be sore when you're lifting that much weight. It is just normal. Get used to it. And I was like, great, great. Uh
1: yeah, well then that's good because that's going to be a big difference maker for you then for sure. Yes, yes. Um, Are you showing me your? Shoulder? Oh, I thought you were like showing me your shoulder. I no, I'm like, just,
0: I'm just, yeah. I'm stretching. I'm stretching really. Um, no, it's it's really crazy because like your body, my body for all my life has been hovering at the like one mid one thirties. Like that's my like kind of like my body set point. Like that's where it likes to live. And right now, your girl is one forty. Like I am a hundred and forty pounds, and I don't feel like a butterball, which is incredible.
1: You don't look like a butterball. You're a, you're a lean, I, lean, empty breast.
0: I am a, I'm like lean one forty, and it feels really awesome. And like, you know, I've been getting all these questions like, oh my god, when you're getting back on stage? Are you getting back to anything? Are you doing any shows this year? And, I, and I'm not. I'm mm-hmm. probably just gonna do, if I, When I do a show If I do that It'll probably be like Fall of next year Yeah It's a long way to go
1: But you have and, a, an exciting chapter You're working towards For sure
0: I know I know I feel like we've been like Leaning towards it I just fuck Cat out of the bag anyway So we're gonna do it In a whole other episode for it But we'll do it So Newsflash <laughs> hey, wait, I leaving the uh, beginning Division <laughs> <laughs> my drum roll but that's fine do your drum roll do it again do it again over the back that was a really bad drum roll yeah um I know I've been getting a few questions actually on on IG not a lot but a few people that have been following me since I started competing in bikini and they're like oh yeah I see that you're like your legs are getting a lot bigger and, you know, you're like doing all the things. And I know that like the pro bikini is like, are they getting more muscular? Is it like something that you're like striving for? And I mean, in one way or another, it's kind of true. Like, right. As, although I still, I think that this, the past season or like season and a half, um, the bikini division has really found uh, like a great, like kind of like happy medium between like muscle development and like the old, bikini the bikini division look like you and I started competing in the in the pro league um so I really like that so it's no I'm not I'm not going back to bikini I'm trying to I'm trying to move up move up a notch and hopefully if everything goes well if my body continues to respond well to training and I stay healthy and everything you know moves in the right direction I will be competing in wellness Woohoo! So it's very, very exciting, very exciting. I know it's like terrifying and exciting at the same time. I'm like just focusing on the training right now and not the fact that like, I am going to be going on stage next to like monsters in the best way possible. Like with all like, and I say this with like the most amount of respect and so much excitement, but it's definitely super intimidating to think that like I'm stepping on stage with like a lot of the women that I'm like oh my god I am fangirling you know what I mean so it's exciting and I also I think recently too we had a former um yeah she just did two shows we had a former bikini um bikini athlete uh step who moved up to the wellness um division yeah Frida just did two of her shows and she's absolutely killing it so I definitely want to shout her out she's like such a big motivation and inspiration because she's taken her time to really get up there right yeah so she's just done that slow transition and it's it really helps me kind of like slow down my stride because i'm a very impatient person but i'm truly yeah you wouldn't (laughs) say uh i'm a very impatient person but you know i'm really excited to just take my time let my body tell me what it needs um dom for those who don't know, I am working with, with Dom. And here he's he's traveling everywhere, I think, but he's partially originally here from New York. Um, and he's been doing such an incredible job. Um, he's also part of the AD team. Um, so it's it's nice to kind of like have the whole like family experience, but he's been doing an incredible job of making sure that my body's healthy, that you know things are moving in the right direction. Um, so I feel like I'm doing this like in very good hands. So yeah. we shall see. Will, we will keep you guys posted. Yes. I love yeah. it. Super I know, I know it's, it's, it's a lot of things, but yeah, but, like palms are sweating now. It's just like, I have been talking about it with a ton of people, but I hadn't like full out. Like committed no, to the, the announcement and the transition, so I'm just That's like, oh, uh,
1: world now, so if you can't you can't turn back. I can't take it
0: back. No, I just I could definitely take it back, but I I won't I won't. Um, but that leads us to today's episode. I think that based on like both your improvement season and like my just having to train like no, I'm a two hundred and bajillion pound bodybuilder now. It's terrifying. <laughs> We are going to talk today about the importance of warm up exercises, warm up sets, um, you know, how to apply them, why do you even need to do them, like how to go about it, how to implement them into your training, right? I think we talked so much about different microcycles, mesocycles, progressive overload. We talk about so many training structures, but um, the one thing that I think that, and, you know, I've done this for many years. Um, and especially coming from like a, like a sports background like we are so we so easily um undermine the importance of a proper warm-up and getting your body ready especially because we lift so heavy and place so much stress on our joints right
1: mm-hmm. yeah no definitely and no matter what type of training structure you're following the one thing that remains constant is your warm-up your warm-up sets yeah. and making that's something that doesn't change, whether you're doing progressive overload or not, whatever you're working on, no matter, no matter what you're doing, taking that time to put in for the warm up is going to be something that has to stay in place if you want to make the most out of your training um, and prevent injury as well.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So let's start by, I guess, I think a good way to go about it is just like, you know, what? what exactly like how do you set up your warm up routine or how do you set up your client's warm up routines because i know that i have my like go to exercises and movements that i like to hit regardless of my body like, like the muscle group that's being trained and then on top of that i like to implement like you know body like muscle group specific exercises for the, whatever day of the week that i'm training
1: mhm Yeah. Well, I guess the first thing would be promoting some heat. So getting some heat to your body. So me personally, I actually go into the sauna and do dynamic, um, like active stretching just for like five minutes tops, just to get myself extra warm. Cause it takes me a little bit to warm up. Like I'm one of those people that doesn't sweat a whole lot. So I have to oh my get myself um, hot enough to be able to, to warm up properly. So I'll do some active dynamic stretching, um, you know, rotational work, stretching out my hip flexors, my quads, my ankles, my glutes, my um, shoulder, uh, shoulders, you know, overhead reach, uh, back arch, all that kind of stuff, just making sure everything is limber, toe touches. Just enough that's going to get me about five minutes in there to get a full body warm up. So if you don't have a sauna, though, you don't have to do it that way. You can do it. Otherwise, I just prefer to do it for the extra heat. Um, You can also get your heat, your body temperature up by even walking on a treadmill or anything. I was going
0: to say... uh yeah. A brisk walk on an incline. Like you yeah. just, you don't even need to go crazy. Like some people just like to like turn it into a cardio session. Like no, you're literally, what no, no. you're doing is elevating your, your heart rate. Um, right. Honestly, how I used to do it when I um, lived in Astoria, I just walked to the gym a little faster.
1: Yeah. There you go.
0: Instead of driving, I would just like take, it was like a 10 minute walk and I would just walk to the gym. Um, and then they, once I was there, my, my, I was already warm. Um, or my body was like, my body temperature was a little higher, and then I would start my stretching.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's great, too. If you can walk to your gym, I mean, that can count towards your warm up. But yeah, that would be the first step of your warm up would be to get your heart rate up and your body temperature up a little bit. um, So that way you're ready to go. And then from there, Warm-up sets of whatever muscle group you're training, right? So if you're training shoulders, you could do some rotational, you know, um abduction, abduction, um, lateral raises, presses with either bands or super light dumbbells, even not even holding a weight, honestly, just to get the motion first could yeah. also be an idea. So stuff like that. Um legs, you know, just body weight, RDLs, squats, sitting in a squat, um, you know, getting your ankle range of motion too. That's really important. That's something a lot of people neglect is making sure their ankle mobility is good. Their ankles are nice and limber. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, me, me, and, me, I do that.
1: <laughs> um, and then glute activation, of course, if you're training your glutes, um, you know, everything from hip thrust to uh, you know, you want to get some kind of hinge work, some kind of hip thrust, some kind of kick back in there just to make sure that your full glutes uh, muscle is getting warm. Um, same kind of thing for arms, no matter what muscle group you're training, you want to just do super and I mean, super light warm up sets. It's really just about getting the motion, getting the movement um, before you really get into any kind of working sets or before you even get into any exercises where you're going to do a, a setup set before yeah. you do. Working set.
0: Yeah. No, I I agree. I completely like. I mean, let's be honest, between Jess and I, she is definitely better at warming up than I am. I like no, I, I mean, I'm so serious. I just have I've recently just truly implemented um a lot more of prehab, right? This is what a lot of PT calls. PT call it prehab work um for my body, uh, but generally speaking, like I do take the time to warm up now. And sometimes it sucks because people are like, well, I only have X amount of time to, you know, to train. And how do I like add an extra 10 minutes to like, it's just going to be too long. But I think that like, even if you, I would say I will go, I'll be bold enough to say that if you remove five to 10 minutes of your training session, and dedicated to a little bit of a warm up, even if it's not like the same exact way that we just described, whether like you're just walking for five minutes and then when you go into, like, and as you walk, you're moving your body. And when you go into every single one of your exercises, you add an extra set of like really, really light weight, right, and then kind of start your progressive overload from there. That alone will change your whole entire you know, like the whole entire experience of like mind-muscle connection and just like injury prevention. Because I think that like so many people, myself included, like we've all made the mistake of like over-caffeinating, you think your body's warmed up because coffee or caffeine will elevate your internal temperature. Um, You're super ready to go. You're super fidgety. And then you just jump into that set thinking that because your brain and your heart rate are telling you that you're ready, your joints are not necessarily ready. So, you know, if you are someone who literally like cannot, like you have to be on a precise schedule, make sure that you're talking to either your trainer, whoever's programming you or your coach like okay how can we implement you know a little bit more of like a not recovery or like you just mobility work within your session so your session is more effective but definitely make sure that you're implementing that right a lot of my girls like i will go ahead and remove an entire superset or triset from their training session and the first one will be like mobility and you know and 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 kind of muscle engagement work, and they're like, well, I don't feel like I did as much. I was like, yeah, but then you'll have another like your second workout for that body part. You do more stuff. You know what I mean? Like so, there are, there are ways that you can work around it uh, to make sure you're you're emphasizing and you're prioritizing your your warm up and just joint health. It's yeah. like you know what I mean? Like. So many people also they're like my joints ache. Like, have you ever been in a position where you feel you finish a training session and like the next morning you wake up and it feels like someone just like donked you on the top of the head and like everything is compressed and hurts? I'm like, yeah,
1: and that's when I don't warm up properly.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like just yeah. doing that just makes me want to like stretch. Um, so the that, I- that go ahead.
1: No, I was just gonna say I, I definitely actually I agree with that 100% to if you cut back because you're just trying to incorporate a warm up to begin with it's not something you already do if you maybe cut back on a working set or something just to make sure you have that proper warm up it will change your entire workout because if you don't take yeah. that time to warm up you could do the full workout but you're not gonna get as much out of it because you're yeah. proper not engaged as much you don't have the lubrication in your joints you don't have even that neuromuscular connection going on so it's definitely going to take away from you sure having more time more sets in the gym doing working sets but effective why being effective yeah
0: yeah it's the whole like quality over quantity dilemma right Um, Mm -hmm. people are like well i've only done four exercises i'm like end
1: yeah but I have days where I do only four or five exercises. Those are my most tiring, most effective workouts. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. I feel the same way. I'm wearing the same boat on that. Um, and, you know, I just I lost my train of thought. I forgot where I was going with it. But I I agree. I agree with you. Um, I will say too, to that point, like, there are a lot of us that also... Like if you're someone that literally has appointments or if you're a trainer, right. The whole schedule thing. That's what I remember where I was going with it. (laughs) My brain is. Um, How much time do you spend dilly dallying on Instagram in the locker room? Right.
1: Yeah. I know there
0: are days that like I waste like half hour.
1: Yeah. It it adds up. Yeah. Checking your phone this year, like. Yeah. I started making it a habit that as I'm walking into the gym, I turn my phone on do not disturb and I will not let myself look at it anymore. Cause yeah, I've wasted like, I, I want not say like hours, hours of your week. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: it's, it really goes into kind of like your, and it speaks to the the mind muscle connection and you know, the, the overall ability to, to engage your muscles. It's just like, if you're, if you're thinking about your DMs, One, you're not going to connect with your sets anyways, right? Mm -hmm. Nine nine times out of 10, just saying, uh, if you're distracted, but it's just time management and understanding that like, are you, what are you prioritizing? Like, do you want to prioritize a great freaking session or are you just kind of like, oh, I'm just going to the gym. And if that's your choice, great, you know, like by all means follow your dreams, but just be realistic with, are you, do you truly not have time to warm up? or are you just bullshitting your way into starting your workout?
1: Yeah. Do you not have time or are you not making time? Exactly.
0: I read, um, I was working. So the, the word, the, 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 you know, brand management work that I've been doing, I started working with this new coach and he does both bodybuilding and, um, and lifestyle clients. And, uh, he's a, you know, two twelve bodybuilder. He's a pro. His name is Jason Jason Herbert, and he's a great guy, but super like such a straight shooter, right? I absolutely love um, Jason's the deli- client deliverables because it's just like we were doing, we were going through his FAQs, and one of the things it was like, oh, what if I can't, you know, what if I can't have that? I don't have enough time throughout the day to hit all my meals, and this is like specifically for our competitors, right? his answer was wake up an hour earlier and eat all of your meals
1: yeah yeah no, i don't
0: I- have time to drink all my water if you start drinking water earlier you will drink all your water
1: it's true and i'm just yeah.
0: like that's a that's a genius yeah
1: yeah and a lot of people don't they, they don't even it's hard to put two and two together too, which I do kind of understand because as a competitor, especially you're just, you're so, you become so regimented and like, I have to get this done at this time, this time, this time, this time, this time. So if you get yeah. to the, end of the day talking about like meals and you want to go to bed in two hours and you still have two meals left, a lot of time it doesn't register, like combine them eat yeah. go to bed. It's okay. Well, I guess I'll only eat one meal and completely skip the other one because yeah. you're just on well I, I know I'm eating this many meals a day you'll be a lot better off if you just get all the food in one meal so you finish yeah. it like things like that too the people we get and I like I said I get it because we're so like xyz to the t that sometimes you forget to think outside the box and realize it's the same thing is it that you can't or that you're not just figuring out how
0: yeah um, that's true, but I digress. I know it we went down a rabbit hole there back to, back to, well, no, I love our rabbit holes back to, um, ups. One yes. of the things I think that we didn't touch on, and I think it's important to mention is breathing.
1: Oh yeah. That's a right. Good point.
0: So for those who don't know, like you, the, obviously breathing is involuntary, right? That's, that's your autonomic nervous system is just it's voluntary. You do it because your body needs to survive. Um, but there is such a strong uh connection between the speed and tempo in which you breathe, your central nervous system, and then your body's and as a byproduct, your body's ability to either um contract, like tense up um and relax. Right. So I think that like. As you're going through your warm up exercises, being very mindful of your breathing, um, you know, making sure that you're inhaling through your nose, exhaling through your mouth, expanding through your core, right through your abdominal wall, and through the muscles of your mid and lower back. Just understanding that, like, that alone is going to, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Prime, right, your muscle fibers to kind of like be able to connect better with the signal that your brain is going to be sending through uh, to them during your workouts. so I think that breathing both during your warmups and during your mobility work so that you're able to relax a little bit more and kind of like, whether you're doing your hips or shoulders, just open up those joints. um, and then move carry that on through your workout, both for the sake of engagement, but also for the sake of recovery, right? When you're thinking about your breath, uh your breath work and the kind of like just overall the speed of your heart rate.
1: Yeah. That's a good point too, because a lot of people will maybe they'll go to the gym after having, let's say, kind of a stressful day or coming from a high stress situation. And when we're stressed, we do get more shallow with our breathing. So yeah. if you're going. That and then try to work out it's not going to be as effective if you're not getting that oxygen flow the way you need to so taking that time and your warm up to breathe will help you get ready for that so yeah that's I'm glad you touched on that definitely agree
0: yeah so at the end of the day it's just kind of like priming your body physically right so you're thinking like structurally your 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 joints um your muscles priming it on a you know, like more like a mental level too, right. You're shedding off the distractions, the phone, you're shedding off um, kind of like you're slowing down your breathing. You're shedding off the, the, the stress from work, the stress from home, the bills you got, like try to just really be present and become present. And I think that the same way it becomes, it almost becomes a ritual, right. The same way that like a lot of people have their like pre-workout as they're mixing it, they're putting on their shoes. And that's something that I, I spoke a ton about during, um, like when we did an episode a while back about like, like how I trained during COVID and when everything shut down, just like even the days that ninety percent of the time I had to train at home or I had to train up on my roof, I still changed my clothes, put on my shoes, drank my pre workout or a cup of coffee, prepared my BCAAs, put like you know got my hair up on a ponytail or a bun, and then went upstairs as opposed to just putting on my shoes and running out the door right? Is this kind of like the ritualistic process of preparing yourself mentally for the next, next task. So you are able to focus more in it. Um, so if you hate warming up and stretching, I don't like it either is uncomfortable. I am just naturally just, I've always been a little bit stiffer. Like even when I stretch a ton and my mobility and my flexibility improve, like I just get re- my joints get really cold and really stiff. And like you just like it takes a while for me to warm up. So I don't love stretching. I don't love warming up. I don't love mobility work. But I try to change the perspective and kind of like replace the purpose of those five to 10 minutes into I'm about to have a really freaking heavy leg day or really freaking heavy shoulder or back day. Let me get my mind right read and ready and go through this like these steps and this ritual in order to be able to feel more prepared. So for what is worth at least you'd be more prepared and more present for your workouts.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, priming yourself with those with those habits makes a huge difference. But yeah, I guess so then the next thing I know we talk about what you do, you know, in the beginning of your of your training before you even start your workout. Mm-hmm. And then, like we actually touched on before for a second, there was we talked about setup sets and working sets. So those mm-hmm. setup warm-up sets, you should be doing something with every single exercise that you do. Mm-hmm. So you should always have at least one mm-hmm. minimum, two more is better um setup sets or warm-up sets before you actually get into your working sets. So what that means is super lightweight, or even body weight, or even something with bands, nothing that's going to add too much resistance, because you want to save that for your heavy working sets. But Mm -hmm. you take that time to figure out, okay, this is the exercise. First, you got to find your optimal position. So let's say you're doing, you know, I don't know, let's take legs, and you're doing a leg press, you got to figure out where exactly do I need to put my feet or angle Mm -hmm. my feet? put it on the platform in order to engage the muscles I'm trying to engage, whether you're trying to hit more hamstring and glute, more quads, whatever, where do I need to put my feet? So that way I know that I'm hitting that muscle properly. So you have to find the right position and then do some warm up sets there, really squeezing and feeling that muscle. It doesn't have to be quick, it's more about connection. And once you really nail that position, you're like, all right, I got it. This is what's going to push towards that muscle. You're feeling it in the right muscle. You have the engagement of the right muscle, and you have enough blood flow happening because you've got yourself warmed up with that warm up set before starting a working exercise. That's when you know, okay, now I'm ready to go and start adding weight and start my working sets.
0: Yeah, no, you're you're totally right. you're 100% right. Um, that's it's also like a matter of like proprioception, right. So for those of like yeah. proprioception it's like your your ability to understand your body in space and time, right? So it's just, and your body's understanding of the movement that is going to happen um, and being able to control that movement. And the best way that I describe to my clients and I've described to my clients is, for example, when you are doing a squat, right? So a lot of people, especially on the first few reps, a lot of people love to just like drop it like it's hot and like catch themselves in the bottom. (laughs) and yeah. And, and I mean, aside from all of the injuries, the the zillion injuries that can happen through there, I, they end up like the weight feels so much heavier on the way back up. Right. Mm -hmm. So what I'd like to tell them is just like, imagine like your body who has been just walking about all day long, and now you're going to change the path of motion. And especially because it's one that requires a lot of focus and you know muscle recruitment you need to let your body know what's about to happen Uh right it's kind of like give it a fair warning like hey by the way we're no longer walking back and forth we're going to move up and down on top of moving up and down we're going to put a barbell on top of us and then we're going to squat heavy
1: yeah
0: right so it's just kind of like allowing yourself the time to be able to recruit the muscles and recruit the joints properly in a safe way that you want to utilize. It's the same idea as a leg press, right? Figuring out how to move, but also telling your body and giving your body time to adjust to like, oh, okay, this is what's about to happen. Because mm-hmm. just because you think it doesn't mean that your joints going, aren't going to immediately register. Like you really have to work, you know, months weeks and months and years through to ha- to improve that mind muscle connection and like just overall um body awareness
1: yeah yeah definitely and then you mentioned joints as well which i know we mentioned that earlier but that's also what it does is it helps get your joints ready to work and mm-hmm. also helps lubricate them so that way you don't injure yourself too yes. um side note your joints will not get lubricated if you do not have enough water in your body either so that's definitely yes. Um, add that to your warm up, drink a bunch of water. Um, but yeah, that's definitely definitely, definitely true. You need that that neuromuscular connection uh, to the whole movement for sure. So yeah yeah. Um,
0: the, I will say to to that point just to like a little kind of insight into hydration, right? Yes. Hydration is much more than just drinking water. Obviously we've talked a little bit about this in terms of like water balance. And I think that we can definitely do an episode on it in the future as well. If you guys are interested, but hydra- Gen. generally speaking, hydration and the improvement of hydration will not occur because you decide it will not happen just because you decided to chug down half a gallon of water 30 minutes before your workout. Yeah,
1: no. Okay,
0: so hydration is something that has to build, get built up uh, over time. And there are people that will like, can like correct me on this, but like there is this kind of like idea of like anywhere between like 12 to 24 hours of kind of like priming your body. So that's why you have to consistently stay hydrated because the same way that like you don't produce essential amino acids or you don't store certain vitamins and you have to, you know, or produce certain vitamins that you have to consistently intake them. Same thing with water, Mm -hmm. right? Your bodies, yes, you can, we all hold on to water a ton, like a great percentage of our bodies is made up of water, but in terms of like the water, like fluid utilization for just joint hydration, muscle hydration, um, organ hydration, like that stuff needs to happen day in, day out. So right. if you go partying the night before and you wake up in the morning, you're like, great, I'm just going to chug down this water and hit the gym later in the day and I'll be good. No, your body hates you. <laughs> your body hates you. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's just like being mindful. And you know, like I've, I've struggled with that too. I'm not just kind of like kind of like sitting up here preaching out of my high, high chair, but you know, sometimes I will not drink enough water the day before. And then the following day I have a leg day and I'm like, oh my God, like I've been, I don't know why I feel like crap. And I was like, oh shoot, the past couple of days, I haven't been hydrating enough.
1: Right. Yeah. You'll notice it the day after two days after you're not going to notice it right away. So yeah, you, you have to stay consistent on it. Um, I I mean, hydration and then keeping your electrolytes balanced too. So I actually, personally, what I drink every morning to help is I actually drink, um, well, I think, you know, this about me from when I stayed with you is I drank coconut water and then I put salt in it as well, um, to help increase my hydration and sodium. And then I just balance the rest with a shaker with water, like a cup of coconut water. Um, like I'll, I'll, I'll do like almost half a teaspoon of sodium just cause I have a lot of sodium every day. And then I'll balance the rest of the shaker with water. And I drink that every single morning. It helps set up my day every single day. And I do that usually twice a day. And it really, really helps because it just keeps you more hydrated and your electrolytes balanced. So there's a little thing for people to, to help. help with
0: Yeah, that. no, for sure. And before people go crazy and say that sodium is bad for you, please don't.
1: Just don't. No, you, know, you, need, you need sodium.
0: No, you need sodium for your muscles to properly contract, for your brain to properly, like your neurons to properly function, for your body to be able to, I mean, sodium and within, and other electrolytes. for your your body to be able to hold on to the water that it needs in order to be able to function properly. Like a lot of times people are like, I drink water all day. I had two gallons of water today. Why am I so thirsty? Well, you're making yourself dehydrated because now you're watering down all of your sodium and electrolyte levels.
1: Right. So you have to keep, keep that balance. Um, as well and you won't be able to you know either yeah like you said hold on to the water pull it into the muscle anything like that if you don't have that sodium in your system so you definitely have to keep that keep that up for sure um all the electrolytes that you said sodium and having that sodium potassium balance everything but that's getting super detailed but
0: we're not gonna go down that that rabbit hole today
1: right but yeah if basically the main point is Warm up sets make a huge difference to your training sessions, to your progress, to injury prevention, to everything. So, if you can just take, start with, I don't know, start with five minutes just to start with something. If you're somebody Mm -hmm. that likes to neglect a warm up, if you start with that five minutes and then make sure that before you do every exercise, Just give yourself one setup set to really feel it just as a start at least, and start incorporating that. It will make a huge difference. And then you'll notice when you do that setup set, the rest of your working sets, you can probably push a heavier weight. You're going to feel it a lot better. And that can happen right away just from taking those couple of minutes to set yourself upright and get your body primed and ready to go.
0: No, you're totally right. Bottom line, make time for your warmups, you guys. Yes, please. Don't hurt yourselves. No. Because we've we've all been there. We've all done it. We've all done like, ugh, oh, that didn't feel good. Yeah.
1: And I have I have I have tons of injuries that I could go on and (laughs) list. We all do. Yeah. So I will never skip a warm-up because if you do, you will you will feel it. Um and it's just it's not, it's not worth just saving yourself the 10 minutes. No, you're totally
0: right. Totally right. Uh, but I hope this was helpful, you guys, because I think that you know, we try to just create a bigger scope of of topics, and I know that there's so much that goes within training. So if you ever have anything, and it could be as small as like, I don't know, an exercise or a, like anything that you guys want to know, definitely let us know because we will never have an issue. Yeah, okay, to, we can do you know, like life. putting putting educational content for you guys.
1: Yeah, we can even do a whole episode on how to grow your glutes or different glute mm-hmm. exercises.
0: Yes, that is so relevant right now, especially for uh, me. Yes.
1: You okay. Close up <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> All right,
0: you guys. Well. That I think wraps up our, you know, warm up or why you should warm up and why everybody will be warming up moving forward after listening to this episode. <laughs> episode, um, yeah, it, it was. It's just do it. It's, there's nothing to it but just to do it.
1: She says, "Just do it."
0: <laughs> yes, with a Brazilian accent, just do it. <laughs> but just, I like it. Yeah. Just enjoy your trip next week. If I don't chat with you before then, we will resume uh, once you get back. And you guys, thank you so much for listening. Once again, we're always super excited to, you know, share things with you and teach you and share experience and just make this process a lot more fun and knowledgeable. So to See you next me. time.
1: See you next
0: time. Bye.